I'm Adrian, and you're listening to Into the Grooves, a podcast dedicated to all things vinyl. Join me as I speak to vinyl collectors from all over the globe about their love and passion for spinning music on vinyl. So my special guest on this episode is someone that I know very well, a very dear friend of mine who happens to be a vinyl collector as well. She doesn't live that far. She lives on the same island that I do, but not in the same city. So I just wanted to welcome my very close friend, Lucia. Hello. How you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. So you do live in the UK, but whereabouts in the UK? I live in Cambridge. Cambridge. So I've never actually been to Cambridge um, I don't even know how far away it is from Manchester, which is where I live. Um, I think it's four, four, five hours away. I think. Yeah. I think, is it further than London? Cause it takes me about four or five hours to get to London on a coach. Yeah. So I am about an hour or so north of London, but like the north part of London. So like okay. Enfield, that part, I'm about an hour away from there, north. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I yeah. should come and visit one day. Like, I know I keep saying that I will, um, but I really should. And that way I can come and see your vinyl collection, spin some vinyl with you, actually check out Cambridge. <laughs> There's a lot to see here. So, and to be fair, I need to come up to Manchester as well because I've always wanted to go up there. So Yeah, definitely. We'd have to arrange something. Are there many record stores in Cambridge? Um, there are. There's only a small handful to be fair um i mean we've got a fop but yeah we've got that here in manchester as well yeah there's a couple of independent ones that i've been to for like record store day um there's one that i really like which has like a cafe at the top and then you go down the stairs and there's the record store oh nice that sounds lovely it's it's really it's a it's a really nice like um cozy feel to it it's really really nice yeah yeah i love record stores like that where you mm-hmm. just like can go and chill get some food or a drink and spin vinyl or... yeah they do live shows there as well like oh, nice. i think i need to check it out a bit more but like none of my friends collect vinyl like me so <laughs> <laughs> well maybe we need to wait till i get there and then we can go together that sounds cool yes 100 <laughs> percent. so the first segment of the podcast is one called 10 questions in 10 minutes mm-hmm. um it's one where i just ask you some questions about vinyl um to get to know you a little bit more and for the listeners to get to know you um because even though i do know you I'm sure there's lots that I am going to find out from these questions. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So first question is, when did you start collecting vinyl and why? Okay, so I started collect... Well, technically, I got my first two vinyl on Christmas Day of 2019. As a present? Yes, yeah, sorry. As a present from my dad. Um, And I never thought about collecting before i had no interest in it i knew nothing about it um apparently my brother tried to convince my dad not to get them for me because my brother was like well she doesn't collect so why would she want them (laughs) um but my dad was like no i know her she's gonna love them she's gonna love them and yeah the obsession just started from there well thank goodness for your dad and for him being 
him being adamant about buying you vinyl for Christmas. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Because <laughs> if he had to listen to your brother, I guess we wouldn't be here talking about it right now. <laughs> 100%, yeah, no. And I would um, have a lot more money in my bank account as well. Actually. Yeah, I guess there's good <laughs> and bad aspects of collecting vinyl, isn't there? There's pros and cons. Yep. <laughs> so I guess that kind of leads on to the second question I was going to ask you anyway, which is... What was the first vinyl you owned? Well, it was the the two my dad got me for Christmas that year. It was Beyonce Lemonade. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah, because obviously he knows I'm a huge Beyonce fan. So that's why he knew, he thought, well, it's Beyonce, she'll love it either way. And the other one was Beyonce Self-Titled. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. Your dad did good. Your dad did good that year. <laughs> he did. He really did. Bear in mind, I had no idea either. I, I, just, I was just like, oh my God, Beyonce on vinyl. Amazing. Yeah, and I'm sure like, he had no idea that it was going to become such a rare vinyl and it's such an expensive one to own now. Yeah, he had no clue. Like, he bought it off of, like, Amazon for, like, £30. Oh, nice. I know. Like, retail price. Yeah, I'm very, very lucky. Yeah, I remember I bought at retail price as well when it first came out, and I'm so glad I did because now it goes for so much more than that. It's really hard to find. I didn't even know how rare it was until I got my Instagram account. I think it got discontinued, actually. Um, so I think that's why um, you can't really find it. Yeah, that, that's probably why the price for it just shot up so much. The next question is, what turntable and speaker system do you own? So I technically don't own mine. It's one that I share with my dad. Okay. Um, so the turntable we have is a Sony PS-HX500. I think I know the one, I think. Yeah, it's it's really, really good turntable. Really, really good. Um, and the sound system that I have, uh, well me and my dad share yeah. it's part of our like home cinema system as well oh nice so it's it's a sony str dash dn 1080 you wrote this down right you wrote this down you had a i'm sure you had a feeling i was going to ask you this question <laughs> no i didn't i don't know what you're talking about you i know sure? that off, off my heart what are you talking about oh, did you, do you memorize those numbers well that's impressive yeah i did i actually did yeah <laughs> i've got really good memory like, i don't know what you're talking about anyways um so back to my notepad <laughs> moving along uh, <laughs> So that um, that sound system is a receiver. So it's a sound and uh, vision um, receiver. So you know every every like part of the the TV, Blu-ray player, the sky so box, everything. Like a, kind of like a home cinema sort of system. Yeah, exactly. So nice. the um, the turntable goes through that as well. So the sound is just incredible because it's surround sound. It's amazing so when i eventually get my own like my standards are ridiculously high right yeah. now so i'm gonna be spending money <laughs> when i get my own but until then you can just enjoy your dad's <laughs> which i am thank you very much <laughs> the next question is do you prefer new vinyl or vintage vinyl oh i know i know why you're asking this question because why? we've had this we've had this conversation have we well Let's pretend we haven't had this conversation and for all those out there that are listening and listening to you for the first time, <laughs> you can answer it for them. Okay, so personally, I prefer vintage vinyl. Uh -huh. Like, I love it so much. Oh, really? I had no idea. 
Oh my god, really? <laughs> I'm surprised I never told you. Yeah, this is the first time hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, don't get me wrong, I love new vinyl. I'm not, I'm not gonna never buy like we all know I always buy new vinyl, but I do really love an old vintage vinyl. Like I just it it just holds a lot of value to me, like sentimental value as well. Yeah. Like, and I feel so lucky if I've got a really good copy of an old album as well. Like, I really hold it so dear to my heart. Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, I, there's something about the crackle and the pops and yes. just knowing that it's been loved. And I, like, I don't know, even when the cover's worn, even when it's got tears, like, on the corners. It's personality. It, yeah, right? I much prefer finding, you know, that diamond in the rough at a record store in the record crates. Um, yes. You know, and bringing it back and spinning it and just, I don't know, like, it takes me back. It takes me back to when I was younger and I used to play my mum's records all the time. So I completely understand where you're coming from. And like when when the um when it smells old as well like <laughs> that dusty smell <laughs> yeah yeah that's when it's like like if I <laughs> when I got a few when I first started collecting and my dad like was helping me with what was good and everything and he and he'd literally just take it like oh yeah that's a good one I'm like what on earth are you doing and he was just like no nah, when it smells good Lucia you know it's a good one I'm like um okay and now i'll do that <laughs> so then that brings me to this next question which is do you prefer shopping online or going to record stores i personally prefer going in store but i don't do it as often as i do it online um and that's just because i don't really have anyone to go with i don't really go into the town center of cambridge very often but when I've gone, for example, when I've met you in London and we've gone record shopping. Yep, which we have, yes. I, I loved it. It's just, it's so much fun. Like, and I could literally be in there for hours. And, you know, I, I think at like, some points you were apologising for taking ages. I was like, do your thing. Like, I'm going to be over here doing my thing too. Like, I I love, the like, having it in my hands, looking at it, inspecting it, everything, just seeing so many different records that I probably didn't even know existed. I much prefer that. But at the moment, like, I am doing a lot more online. Yeah, and it makes so much difference when the person you're records shopping with is someone who loves vinyl as well. 100%. You know, um, I used to dislike going record shopping with like my sister nothing against my sister but like she didn't understand she didn't get it she didn't like music yeah. the way I you know or it, she didn't appreciate vinyl or music the way that I did so for her it was like oh Adrian hurry up like you've been in here for half an hour like let's go now haven't you haven't you looked at everything already and whereas yeah. I could literally stay in there all day long exactly like leave me there Come and pick me up at the end of the day. Come and pick me up at closing time. <laughs> you know, I'll still be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many vinyl you own, roughly? I think maybe between two fifty to eighty, something around that, around that. Because I check, I check on my discogs. But then I remember when I first made my Discogs, for some reason, I put my CDs on there as well. So I have to kind of minus out a few for my CDs. Yeah. 
Um, so I think it's around the 250, 280 mark. Nice. And for anyone who doesn't know, Discogs is like a music database, an online database where you can go on their um, catalogue, your collection, as well as buy and sell. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's really, really good. It helps me track what I have as well. Like for someone that's got terrible memory, um, it's really, really useful app. Yeah, I used to use it as well, like with my Madonna stuff, because I would go like shopping, trying to find Madonna things, and I would not be able to remember whether I own something or not, just because the Madonna collection was so big. So I just like... Log into my Discogs and just be like, yep, I've got it, done, dusted, you know. What is your favourite genre of music or what music do you like to collect on vinyl? Ooh, can I say more than one? Yeah, of course. So my main absolute love of my life is R&B. Uh-huh. I am an absolute simp for R&B. And that includes like any like um, sub-genres within that as well. Yeah. Um, I do love me some pop as yeah, well. I mean, so do I. <laughs> you know, I, I I love it. Um, not as much as I used to. So I don't really li- listen to a lot of modern pop. Um, it's a lot of like stuff I grew up with, things like that, like nineties pop. Yeah, yeah. You know the things like the boy bands, the girl bands, things like that. The cheesy bubblegum pop, obviously for the nostalgia reasons. Yeah. Um and bit of hip hop and rap. And, like, show tunes and musical theatre. Okay. I'd say those ones are, like, the ones I listen to the most. Nice, nice. Well, we've got very similar taste. This is why I need to raid your collection. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, because uh, I'm going to raid yours. <laughs> okay, okay. <Only laughs> when fair. I come to yours, you've got you to do a count by the time I leave, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. If you were able to press any vinyl in the world like or any album on vinyl which album would it be oh just one yep just one Ah! no you know what i'm not gonna be too tough (laughs) if you want you can answer more than one all right yeah that's much better thank you okay (laughs) the first one that pops up into my head whenever i see this this question on instagram is destiny's child Destiny Fulfilled. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God, that album. <gasps> yeah, that's one of my top ones that I want to get pressed. Oh, like, so good. if there are any record pressing plants or com- record companies out there, I mean, if Destiny's Child, Beyonce, if you're listening, we want. Please. <laughs> we want We're to. begging you. <laughs> we are on our knees praying and begging. Yeah. Like, the CD's great. Like, I've got the CD. Yeah, Like, same. that Christmas I got it, and I was very grateful that I got it. But we need it pressed. Like, now. We really do. Like, I've got the singles from it, like, on 12-inch, because I think, like, Lose My Breath, Soldier, Girl, Cater To You. You can get all of those on 12-inch. Yeah, I've got the Lose My Breath one, but the only reason I've got that is because on the B side is Why You Acting. Oh, I love that. That is one of my favourite Destiny's Child songs. Like, it's so good. So good. Like, if you're going to press Destiny Fulfilled, please put on the bonus tracks. (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I'll be happy with anything. I'll be happy with anything. No, please press it. I'm not not happy with anything. (laughs) No, no, no. I I, I don't agree with that statement. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to do it, do it right. 
Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Destiny's Fulfilled, first one. Second one would be... It's going to be controversial. Okay. Because I know not a lot not a lot of people like this artist. Oh, I know where we're going with this one. Yeah, I think you do. Uh Chris Brown. Uh Oh. I'm going to cut I'm going to cut this out of the podcast. Edit it. Stop it. No. No, I'm joking. Um Chris Brown. Um Oh my god, I forgot the name of the album. Is it the first one? No. Oh. The one with, with you and forever on the it. Second one. Exclusive. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I'm just as bad because I know it and I know the name. I, compl- <laughs> I completely forgot. It's just, I could see the album. Um, I am terrible. So the second one I would want to get pressed is exclusive, but specifically the Forever Edition, which is like oh, the deluxe okay. edition with like superhuman on it. Heart ain't a brain. Mwah, chef kiss. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I'm sorry that album was everything to me when i was a teenager so the next question is what vinyl are you looking forward to the most in terms of like a something that you may have pre-ordered or something that's coming out soon one that i've pre-ordered when did i pre-order such a long time ago now um i think it was summer 2021 Mm -hmm. and i'm still waiting for it i'm on the edge of my seat what is it (laughs) Like, to you, you're probably like, when I say you're like, oh, is that it? Um, It's The weekend. Echoes of Silence. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he, he repressed it for the 10-year, I think it was the 10-year anniversary of the trilogy. He repressed all of them. And I ordered Echoes of Silence and Thursday in August 2021, and it's just been kept getting pushed back and pushed back. It was supposed to come last year at some point. Then it was supposed to come in December, and now it's supposed to come April this year. So wow. I doubt, I don't know when I'm going to get it. Yeah, fingers crossed, because you've been waiting a long time. I know. I've never waited this long for a vinyl before. Wow. Okay, well, fingers crossed, April. Thank you. Pray <laughs> for me, everybody. <laughs> what is your favourite vinyl to spin? Can I say more than one? No, I'm not going to say, like, loads. Like, can I say, like, two or three? Of course. thank you you're so kind that's okay we'll break the rules for you oh my god you're a babe thank you um so the first one i can think off the top of my head that i spin quite often is stevie wonder um songs in the key of life love it love that oh it's so good and like i'm so mad at myself i was so late to the stevie wonder train on that one um but that album just sounds so good on vinyl it and it's just it's literally it, there's no bad song on it like it's just it really lifts my spirit so that's when i spin a lot uh, and i love spinning it um and michael jackson either bad or thriller because i spin those ones quite regularly as well so i really i love spinning those because again they just all of them are like original presses and they just sound so good. Like, and they really, again, bring my spirits up. Like, I just love listening to them. So the next part of the conversation is where I ask you what vinyl you're spinning at the moment. So kind of what um, is on your turntable, what you've been listening to recently, or what has just um, arrived in the mail or you've gone and bought. Um, yeah, what are you spinning? Well... Um, 
I recently discovered a band, um, again, late on the bandwagon with this one, called Greta Van Fleet. I've never even heard of them. I didn't either. Should I Should I have heard of them? I don't know. Am I a bad like, music fan? I thought I was as well, uh, because I just came across <laughs> them randomly on TikTok, and the lead singer's voice, I was like, my jaw was on the floor. My jaw was on the floor, Adrian. I was like, okay. who is this guy? I was like, who is this band? I shazammed it straight away. And I listened to the songs and I was I was blown away. I was like, oh, my God. Because, like, a, a lot of people don't expect that. I actually really do like listening to to, to rock music. Oh, so, obviously, okay. it's so not, not going to... Exactly. So, it's not going to be something that's going to be on my radar all the time because I, I'm not always listening to it. I'm not always discovering it. Um, so, when I, like, told one of my friends at work about it who listens to a lot of rock music, he was like, yeah, Greta Van Fleet, they're amazing. I'm like, never even heard of them. But well, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. So, like, I'm not usually a rock music fan either, but maybe you can convince me to give it a listen. I, I, I would say there because my, my dad as well. He he likes rock music, so I got him to listen to them. He loves them now as well, and he said to me that he Greta Van Fleet gives him like Led Zeppelin vibes. Okay. Okay. A lot because of the lead singer, and yeah. he's got a, he's got a quite a high falsetto kind of voice. Okay. Um. So if you if you're interested in that kind of music and you think you'd like it, give it a go. I mean, I'm not usually a fan of Led Zeppelin, but um, you know what? I'm going to give it a listen. What's the song I should start with? Like, what's one of your fave songs? I think you should start with the song that I came across on TikTok, which made my jaw hit the floor. Okay. So that's from the album that I've been spinning, which is The Battle of Gardens Gate. So that's their late, the latest album that they released, but it's not even that latest. It was like 2021. Um, and that is Heat Above. Heat Above. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it so much. Oh, it's okay, so good. Okay, I'm going to add it. <laughs> I'm going to add it to my Apple Music library and check it out. Yeah, if you don't like it, fair enough. You know, everyone's got their own taste and everything. I'm not going to be offended. Yeah, you know. of course. I mean, I like um, giving things a go. You know, I'm quite open-minded when it comes to that. Like, even yeah, if same. it's an artist that I don't particularly like, if they're coming out with something new, I would gi- I will give it a go. Um, I'm the same. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not always going to like it. Um, and I'm going to always have my opinions because I can be very opinionated at times. <laughs> but Really? Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I'll give this a go and I shall let you know. The other ones that I've, I've been spinning uh, recently as well is two Miguel uh, records. Oh, I love me some Miguel. Oh, and I was so lucky I found these because I've been trying to find them for ages at like a decent price. So I found um, Kaleidoscope Dream. Oh, <laughs> Wow, oh my that's God. quite a rare one. A hard one to find. I, it, do you know what? I, I was just shuffling music on Spotify, came across Miguel, and I was like, oh, do you know what? Let me see if, there, if I can find one. So I just went on Amazon, and I was like, Miguel Vinyl. There it is, £40. I was like, oh, my God, getting it straight away. Got it. Yeah, love when that happens. Yeah, and then I did the same with um, War and Leisure, which I couldn't find on Amazon, but I found a copy for £17. Oh, really? Discogs, sealed. Oh, I need to get that. 
Mm-hmm. I need to see if there's a copy, another copy on there because I really like that album actually. You know what? They're not they're not that expensive on Discogs. That was just the cheapest one I could find in the UK, so I just grabbed it and it was sealed. And so I've been spinning those ones. Mm, beautiful, really, really good. Like I need to get Miguel on vinyl because I don't have any of his stuff on vinyl. I I wish his first album was pressed on vinyl. That's my favourite album. Same, same. I, I didn't even know it wasn't pressed until um, someone replied to a story on Instagram of me saying, oh, my God, I found these Miguel vinyls. And they're like, oh, I wish the first one was pressed. I was like, don't do that to me. And I went search. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember having that on CD back in the day and just loving it. So, I mean, maybe one day we'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, and then the other one is Frank Ocean Blonde. Uh-huh. The repress because yeah. recently got that. So yeah, those are the main one, main ones I've been spinning recently. Cool, cool. So what about you, Adrian? What have you been spinning lately? Um, well, I have been spinning the Colella album, Raven. Mm-hmm. It's like a cloudy, clear swirl sort of vinyl, which I don't normally like. Cloudy vinyl. I yeah, yeah. I like a crystal clear one way more, but because the cover is like black and white and it's got a lot of like gray kind of silver tones to it. The, um, the cloudy clear, when you put it onto a black slip mat, it almost looks like the color of the cover. Like it matches. It's really, really cool. Like, I don't know whether it was intentional or whether, you know, but it, it looks really good and it sounds incredible. So, um, I would definitely recommend anyone that doesn't have that album that likes that album to probably get the clear pressing. Yes. And another one that I've been spinning is uh, JoJo's um, EP, Trying Not to Think About It, um, which is a signed LP. Um, It was signed by her. Amazing. And I'm so, so happy to have it finally because I did wait like eight weeks for it because it got lost in the mail. Um, lost in the post and then I had to reach out to them and I had to wait and it was like back and forth, back and forth. But they actually had an extra signed copy, which... No! Yeah, I was. I honestly <gasps> thought I was going to have to kiss that goodbye and just be like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have it. Um, I'm going to have to just get, you know, an unsigned copy of it or get my money back, get a refund. But they sent me a copy and it was signed. Oh my god, that is amazing! Yeah, so I um, that that wouldn't happen often, would it? No, not at all. Um, especially because like I don't think she signed many copies, and I went on Instagram and actually like posted it on there and tagged JoJo in it, and then she shared it on her story. So that was really really oh cool. Oh my god, love that! Yeah, I love JoJo. A massive massive fan. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's um pretty much what I've been spinning at the moment. Yeah. So before we get into the main topic, um, I wanted to just have a chat about what's been going on in the vinyl world recently, um, what new vinyl has gone up for pre-order, any news, any goss, anything going on? Well, have you seen the Britney represses? Oh, yeah, the Britney stuff. Yes, mm-hmm, I did. I did mm-hmm. see those. I kind of I got excited for a second And then I was like, well, I've got them all already on vinyl. Um, So I sort of, 
I stopped myself from going and buying them, even though it was very tempting because they are different to the original, like, Urban Outfitters colour yeah, pressings. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I had to kind of be like, Adrian, come back down to earth. You don't need two copies of every Britney album, you know? Yes, yeah, completely get what you mean, yeah. But, yeah, I did see that. Like, did you order any yourself? I did, actually, because I always wanted just... I, I've never been, like, a massive, massive Britney fan. It's kind of like, you know, the odd songs that she released because, obviously, nostalgic reasons. I grew up listening to Britney. Yeah. Um, my sister's a big Britney fan. She loves Britney Spears. Um, but I got the greatest hits because I thought, well, those are the songs I grew up with. Right, it's all on there. It's all on there. Exactly. And to be fair, the only reason I actually really wanted it is because crazy's on there i oh, yeah. love that song is it is the like, stop remix right is it the stop remix yeah yeah it is yeah and which is I, the better one i think oh my god yes 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 i love that song to be with, like all of those songs on there are just so nostalgic to me yeah so i was like that's perfect i'll get that um the other one i got is i cannot remember the name of it like, obviously, I'm not a massive Britney fan, so I don't know all the albums off by heart. It's the one that has Overprotected on it and Bombastic Love. Yes, it's Britney. It's cover. It's just Britney. Oh, is it? Oh, there you go, Britney. Yeah, it's just simply um, Britney. <laughs> yeah, so I got that one because it's got Bombastic Love on it. Like, yeah. I really like that song. I love because that my sister. Lo- yeah, so my sister loved that album as well when we were younger, so we used to share rooms, so she used to play that a lot on our CD player. Oh, cute. Um, so that's the one that I, if I was going to get any of the just normal solo albums, that was the one I wanted to get. So yeah, I just got that those makes two. Sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't get Blackout? You didn't get her best album? I think it's her best. I was going to get it, but I wanted Britney and The Greatest Hits more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So I, I, I did like Blackout, though. Because I was thinking, I'm like, if you were going to get another one, like, because The Greatest Hits um, was released before Blackout came out, like, the tracks from Blackout aren't actually on there, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do like Blackout. Um, I really like Break the Ice. Yeah. Brilliant song. I mean, I just love Give Me More. Like, Give Me More any day. Classic. I'm just, I'm... Classic, classic, yeah. <laughs> um, and Peace of Me as well. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, I, I remember I did a, a dance to that with my friends in PE at school. Uh, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. It, uh, it's like a private video on Facebook. Like, Oh, my gosh. So there's actually a video video footage of it. Ah! Yes. <laughs> but it's like it's like the most basic dance, but really thought we were like choreographers. We were just like so getting into it. And I was like, oh, my God, stop. But it's private. Like no one can see it. That is the best. I love that. Um, like maybe I'll screen record it and send it to you one day. But I swear to God, if you send that to anybody, <laughs> like <laughs> expose me on Instagram. Don't oh, worry. my God. Mate, I've got lots of videos of, um, you know, like dance choreography that I did with my sister when I was younger and stuff like <laughs> film so maybe we'll have to do like a swap or something yes please <laughs> that way we've both got you know like something to yeah we've got ammo in each other exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh that's cool yeah so um I didn't order those 
But I just think it's really cool that they are available for people in Europe and the UK. Because mm-hmm. these are available in the UK, in Europe, and in Australia, I believe. Um, oh. Which I think is really, really cool for all the Britney fans or all the vinyl collectors that weren't actually able to get the original Urban Outfitters ones due to... Exactly that. Due to expensive shipping costs, due to um, all of those other factors, you know, custom taxes and stuff. So I think it's really, really cool that, um, you know, a lot more people can own them. Why not? Yeah, at least we all have the chance now. Yeah, everyone should have some Britney in their collection, in my opinion. (laughs) Agreed, agreed. <laughs> so speaking of coloured vinyl, um, I'm not sure whether you saw the Rihanna discography drop, vinyl drop recently. Yeah, I did. I did see it, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, rewind to last year when um, Rihanna dropped her whole discography on coloured vinyl um, mm-hmm. as part of, like, individual box sets that had T-shirts, a T-shirt and the vinyl um, in a box, and I think they were like a hundred dollars each, yes, or something like that. Um, I don't think they sold too well um, because I think anti sold out because that's oh yeah, hundred percent, yes, you yes, you know, like that went straight away. But a lot of them didn't sell out probably because of the the price um, and because they were only available on the US web store. So obviously, people buying them from other parts of the world then would have to pay shipping on top of that. Yeah. Um, but I guess because of the Super Bowl performance um, and um, rumours of a new album coming out or whatever, which I don't think is going to happen, honestly. I don't think she's ever going to come out with a new album, no. <laughs> um, quite frankly. Um, I think they decided that they were going to get rid of the box sets, get rid of the T-shirts and just maybe either sell the um, remaining stock as separate individual coloured vinyl um, and lower the price. Or um, I don't know whether it's actually, they've actually repressed more copies, but they did drop on, I think, some US web stores like Sound of Vinyl maybe. No, you discover. You discover music. Yes, it was on there, definitely. I saw it on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Did you buy any of those? I completely missed it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I completely missed it. I think I think it was on a weekday, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I was working, so I, was, I wasn't looking on Instagram. I mean, at so... least you saved yourself some money. <laughs> yeah, I did, because I, I love rihanna's music like i don't i don't stand her but i love all of her albums like they are incredible um i do have a few already like just standard black pressing so i'm not mad about it yeah i'm the same i was tempted i must say because i mean it's cool it's cool to have a different pressing i don't know if they sound any better than the um the classic black pressings the original ones um, or not, but I have all of those on vinyl already. So I think, again, just like Britney, I was like, this is a chance for me to save some money, not have duplicates in my collection, and just kind of be happy with what I got, you know? Absolutely makes sense, yeah. Shall we dive into the main topic? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. It's exciting. I know it's exciting because I want to talk about an artist that you love and that I love. 
that we both love. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been kind of making the headlines mm-hmm. recently and, um, you know, because they brought out an incredible album and also they are going to be yes. touring. Um, <laughs> so should we just do it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shall we talk about Queen B? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first of all, because this is a vinyl podcast, I thought we should begin by briefly talking about our own Beyonce vinyl collection. And then we can just get into a chat about the most anticipated <laughs> concept yes. event of the yes. year. I mean, yes. hang on, wait. I thought we were talking about Beyonce, not Madonna. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, that's the end of the podcast now. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but um, one of, let's say one of the most anticipated um, tours of the year, Club Renaissance Tour. Um, yeah, so before that, let's let's talk about Beyonce Vinyl. What do you own? Okay, so I have um, B-Day. Yep. Self-titled. Yep. Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renaissance. Um, I've got the alternative um, cover of Renaissance, and I've got the collectors, uh, the collectors edition box yeah, set. Yeah. I've got Homecoming box set. Mm-hmm. I do also have a bootleg of that because this is way before. Oh she yeah, released that box it came set out later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also got a bootleg version of four. Um, because, well, 4 is my all-time favourite Beyoncé album, so I had to get that. And it's not available on vinyl yet. Ugh. Exactly. So I had to. I had to do it. It had yeah. to be done. Yeah. I'm still holding out. Fingers crossed we get a, a pressing soon. Oh, I'd be over the moon. I That oh, that album holds a very special place in my heart, honestly. <laughs> um, And then what else have I got? I think that is is oh i've also got break my soul oh yeah the new um double 12 inch vinyl the remixes yeah yeah i was gonna buy that obviously because of the queen's remix because it's got you know madonna and beyonce together uh it is so good um but i wasn't sure whether it was an official pressing or a bootleg i was just um yeah, I was unsure about it, so I didn't order it. But have you played it? I can confirm it is unofficial. Oh, it is? Okay. I I haven't played it yet still. I keep forgetting to play it because I have other new albums that I keep coming through, but it is in my little pile of what I need to play. So. Well, you've got to let me know if it sounds good because if it sounds good, maybe it's just one that I need to have, even if it is a bootleg because, I mean, you know, it's Madonna remix. Yes, I'll, I'll definitely send you a video, 100%. Okay, cool, cool. Um, do you have the other bootlegs, like the gift? Um... Yeah, of course. Oh, my God, I completely forgot. Yes, I've got the gift. Yes. And what about the Jay-Z, the Carters one? Yes, I've got Everything is Love as well. I, my memory is shocking. Um, so, yes, I've got the gift and I've got Everything is Love. Um, I think that is it for my Beyonce collection. So you don't have Dangerously in Love, right? <sighs> Let's not talk about that. Okay, yeah, we <laughs> won't talk about that. That's a touchy subject because that is a really hard one to find. Oh so my God, let's, so let's hope for a repress of that as well. Please, um, say please. 
Yeah, I've got the album sampler of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have B-Day. I have um, uh, Lemonade, Self-Titled, Homecoming, The Two, Renaissance. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a lot of 12-inch um from the first album. So I've got like Crazy in Love, I've got Baby nice. Boy, Naughty Girl, um, Me, Myself and I. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't have any of the bootlegs, but I've been very, very tempted because I do love myself some Beyonce and I do want to own it all on vinyl, but I think I'm just holding out. I'm holding out for an official pressing of the ones that we don't have. I do believe they are coming one day along with the Formation Tour DVD. <gasps> oh, d- no, Or Blu-ray, no. or Blu-ray. <laughs> that is never coming. Like, that is okay, never coming. Fine. Okay, that's never coming. <laughs> Did you not ever see the T-shirt she released? Oh, yeah. Oh, my... Yeah, because she... she's petty. Because she's petty. She is so petty for that. Uh, if you don't know what I'm referring to, Beyonce, a few years ago released t-shirts on her website for sale saying where's the formation world tour dvd Mm, mm, she's mm, awful for that mm, she was evil mm. for that honestly she was evil for that she is (laughs) that Um, is never coming (laughs) no it's never coming it's never coming but yeah we're just gonna have to kiss that one goodbye i think yep um but yeah um so I guess we've got like some similar stuff in our collections, minus the bootlegs. Yeah. So speaking of Renaissance, mm-hmm. I can't stop listening to it, even months later. It's like favorite album of last year, hands down. It's Same. just one of a kind. It might even be her best in terms of her discography. And I just think this tour is going to be mind blowing. I think with Beyonce. I think she just keeps outdoing herself and keeps yeah. upping, you know, raising the bar, keeps yes. raising the bar. Um, and I think she's like Madonna in terms of like, she doesn't like to repeat herself too much. Yes. Um, and she likes to bring something new and something exciting and something different to her, her tours and her live performances. Even if sometimes the arrangement's similar, or, you know, even if she does Crazy in Love 500 times um, on every single world tour, I still think she brings something new and exciting yeah. to, her, to her stuff. Agreed. And you know what else I'm really excited about? I am really excited about the fact that we could see for the very first time the visuals for Renaissance on the big screen in the back. I think she's going to tease us. I think she's going to put them up as like the back, the backdrop videos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. during the performances and none of us will have seen them yet. It'll be the first time we will lose our minds. Yes, we will. We will end up, you know, ripping out our, our credit cards and buying another concert ticket for the next show just so we can see it again. Just so because we can it's not going to be, yeah, just because it's not going to be enough that little like imprint in our memory just won't be enough. No, um, no, no. Yeah, I think she's going to do that. And I think it's going to be incredible. It's a stadium show. Mm-hmm. It's a stadium show. So I am not a huge fan of stadium shows. What What's your thought on stadium shows? Because I personally don't love them because I feel like in a stadium, no matter where you are, you feel very, I feel very far away from the stage. I feel very, 
Yep. Like the stage feels very high up to me um, if I'm on the floor. And if I'm on a seat, um, then I do feel very far away from the main stage. I much prefer an arena tour just because I feel like it is a little bit more intimate. And I also really like the acoustics of being in an indoor arena rather than in an open stadium. But that's just me. What are your thoughts? Well, I've only ever been to one stadium concert and that was the last time I saw Beyonce. That was Beyonce Jay-Z on the run too. And that was at London Stadium. Oh, yeah. Um, I agree. It did feel very far away. Like, I think if I was in the same seats, like similar seats, if I was at like the O2, it wouldn't have felt like so far away i mean Mm. don't get me wrong it was an incredible concert um but it did feel so so far away another thing i want to talk about is the ticket prices i i don't like to talk about money um too much it's always a bit of a iffy subject but um they have been a lot more expensive uh recently um, not just Beyonce, um, Madonna. Madonna's were out of this world um, for the celebration, up-and-coming up celebration tour. And I knew that these were going to be more expensive, yeah. but I didn't know they were going to be that much more expensive. I was exactly I don't wanna, Yeah, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, you know what, they're crazy amounts and, you know, how dare she, blah, 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 blah. But what I will say is from someone who has been to see Beyonce since, you know, the Beyonce experience or even since Destiny's Child Mm -hmm. and, you know, writings on the wall day, I've seen Beyonce in nearly every tour since then multiple times. And this is the first time that I'm paying these prices. Yeah. You know, and in a time where, you know, there is a cost of living crisis Mm -hmm. and, you know, we have just had a pandemic. I just feel like, I just want to know why it's so expensive. Same. I do as well. Because it seems a little bit unfair and Mm -hmm. it seems quite unfair to fans that want to see their favourite artists. I completely agree. I completely agree. And I've had those same questions as well Um, because there was the whole scissor fiasco as well, apparently, her tickets were astronomical. Uh, I think were Taylor Swift's tickets astronomical as well. I don't know I don't about know. the prices, to be honest. I haven't really looked into it because I'm not going to see the Taylor Swift show. But um, I just know Madonna's... You're always going to pay a lot of money for Madonna. Seeing yeah, Madonna. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her last Madame X tour was ridiculously expensive. But I thought that was because it was a very intimate theatre show you know, in small theatres. Right, And so because you were very close to Madonna and you were getting a completely new and different experience, she was charging more per ticket. Mm -hmm. But then to go back to an arena tour for this upcoming Celebrations Greatest Hits tour, I and to be charging double the amount that she charged for Madame X, I'm just like, uh, like what? Mm -hmm. Excuse me? I don't know. I, I was just in, I was in a bit of shock. And I was also in shock when it came to the Beyonce tickets too. Um, you know, we have VIP tickets. Yeah. You know, which are always going to be expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Beehive tickets and I think the VIP ones. 
And then there was the Club Renaissance, Mm -hmm, which is like mm -hmm. that middle bit in the the circle bit that's like at the end of the runway. Yes. Um, Which has its own little bar, which is really cool and really crazy. And I love that idea. And I love that it's almost like a little, you know, private dance party. Yeah. It's literally like a little club. It's literally the club. It's the club relationship. Like a club in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was just like, I need to get me those tickets. I need Club Renaissance tickets. Like that is where I need to be. Mm-hmm. But then I saw but then I saw the prices and I was just like, Whoa, they're a lot of money. Um mm. like I mean the UK prices for Club Renaissance tickets were like three hundred and seventy pounds, right? Yes. Um uh, VIP, like Beehive ones were even more than that. Like they were in the thousands, I think. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there were the other ones like the is Golden Circle or the Standing, the general admission. Yeah, so you had the two um, VIP bits at the front, which I think were the Pure Honey ones. Okay. The Pure Honey VIP ones at the front. They're the, like the two little boxes. Oh, was, oh were they the Beehive ones? I'm I not think they're sure. the beehive ones, but either way, those were VIP little VIP boxes, and then behind that was the gold circle, and then behind that was general admission, and then yeah. in the middle of that you had Club Renaissance, and then within the general admission behind Club Renaissance was that VIP riser, which was like ridiculously expensive. I think that was the one that was like four four grand upwards. I think. And what's what's so good about those ones if it's so further back? I'm. I don't know. I'll be honest so with they, you. I have does no it, does idea. The, does the platform rise up so you can see I th- it? I think it is a risen platform because it says a wow. platform riser, but I I don't know the ins and outs of that one. If I'm honest with okay. you, okay. We'll have yeah. to. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, um, exactly. Because I mean, I'm guessing you're going. Um, it's a sky blue. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. And we'll be getting our absolute life to that show. I can only imagine. Yes. But it wasn't easy getting those tickets. I mean, it wasn't easy for me. I don't. I don't know about you. Um, Ticketmaster. They're not like they used to be. Mm-mm. No. And this is something I wanted to talk to you about because I. Don't like the new Ticketmaster system. Um, it kind of infuriates me um, in a way because I've been to many shows in the past and it has never been this difficult to purchase tickets for a show, no. even a Madonna show. I mean, I've seen Prince, I've seen Madonna, I've seen Beyonce, I've seen, you know, some artists where, um, you know, They've sold out their shows. The demand is high, yeah. Yeah, the demand is high. Um, But it has never been this hard to get tickets. And I think it has a lot to do with this new queuing system that Ticketmaster have put in place. And I think it also has a lot to do with the fact that you can now resell tickets on Ticketmaster. And Ticketmaster, Mm -hmm. for some reason, have now these different platinum tickets where they raise the prices or change the prices. And a lot of this goes on more so in America, Ticketmaster US. Yes. Because we haven't even touched on how expensive those tickets were. They were out of this world expensive. They were double, maybe even triple the price of the UK ones and the EU ones. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got some crazy system where, because I've tried to buy tickets on the US, um, on the US Ticketmaster site, and 
their system's even worse because tickets will appear, will disappear, will go up in price, will go down in price, will like I don't know what is going on on that website. It almost doesn't seem legit, and I don't want to I don't want to say it's not legit because I don't really know how it all works and I don't want to, you know, like come to any um make any assumptions or come to any conclusions yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. But what I will say is that it is really really bloody difficult to get tickets. Yes. Yeah. It, it it was I knew it was gonna be a struggle, but I really underestimated. Yeah, I didn't people... know it was gonna be this hard. Whoa. Like the whole dynamic pricing, I did not expect that to happen for the UK or EU dates because I know that dynamic pricing is a really big issue with Ticketmaster in the US. Yeah. Um and I, I didn't really know what that was until like I was on Twitter and the American, like the American beehive were very upset because they were like, Oh, I was in, I was in the queue and I got in trying to purchase tickets. They'd look at one ticket, it'd be one price. And then within seconds, the price would double. What is that? And then they explained it's when, when there's such high demand, ticket prices go up and I'm like, Oh my God, how are they allowed to do that? It's like st- the stock market. I don't understand. Like, what is this? It's crazy. It's we're crazy. Buying, we're buying tickets to see our favourite artists in concert on a website that is known to be the most reliable and the most sufficient way of buying tickets, but yet we're having these issues here. I, I, I just don't it's understand. It's like they're taking advantage. A little bit. That's how it feels mm-hmm. to me. It feels yeah, like yeah, that yeah. to me for sure. Um, so tell me about your experience buying the tickets. How was it for you? Like, stress. And don't tell me, and don't tell me what you got yet. Don't tell me what tickets you got because let's reveal it at the end. Let's reveal it at the end. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, right. So, um, I had a plan. All right. So I was planning on getting five tickets for me and my girls. All right. Okay. I made, yeah. a, I made a group chat a few days before the announcement. As you do, as you do, you got to plan it. I mean, it's a Beyonce concert. Exactly. I was like, girls, get your purses ready. We're going to see Beyonce. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, yes, Twitter said it. it I'm sure. It comes out <laughs> brilliant. So then I see all of these pre sales. I'm like, oh my God. Like, bear in mind, I haven't bought tickets for a concert like on this scale in a long time. So, like, this is like new-ish to me because it's been such a while so i'm like why is there so many pre-sales because there was the o2 priority pre-sale there was a live nation pre-sale there was the um the beehive pre-sale and then there was general sales it's like is there even going to be any tickets left on the general sale so i tried on the first day o2 priority i uh luckily used my sister's number because i'm not on o2 um for o2 priority which i had no hope for because o2 priority is absolutely rubbish let me not swear it is a shambles yeah i tried as well because i'm on o2 and i had no luck oh but that i'm sorry yeah but o2 priority is a joke it's a joke and the fact that it's still a joke is ridiculous because i haven't used it in a long time last time i tried to use o2 priority was back in the mrs carter world world tour days and it was a, a shambles back then and that was what almost 10 years ago yeah and wow. it's still a shambles now like just kept i mean they probably released they probably released something like 100 tickets and then they're like sold out you know like, yeah 
like, oh, sorry, guys. All right. Like, I got in the waiting room, like, quick enough. And then everyone, everyone's app and website was crashing. Yeah. O2, There's joke. There's that problem Absolute as well, joke. isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, joke. So, um, then I tried the next day for the Live Nation pre-sale, which I could not believe. I got, I got, because uh, I was on my iPad, my phone, and my MacBook at the same yeah. time. The things we do to buy, of my, course, you know, to you buy have to. Tickets. You can't, you can't rely on one device. No, no you way, because it's always going to be one device. You, you can refresh them at the same time. One of them will get in there quicker, like yeah, so well. much quicker. So I did that because I didn't realize that the waiting room was going to open before 10 o'clock yeah because it's usually like 15 minutes before but that never happened before that that didn't used to happen like it didn't no happen it didn't like you just had to try and refresh it at the right time as soon as it went on sale and just count your lucky stars right but some for some reason i refreshed my ipad at about quarter to 10 and i got into the waiting room i was like oh my god let me refresh everything else did that iPad got into a waiting room. I had about seven thousand people in front of me. I was like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. That's not like, even that many because I know when I, know. I went on, it was something like two hundred thousand. Oh my god, I couldn't believe it. Like some of my friends on Twitter were like, Oh my god, I've got three hundred twenty thousand people. I've got five hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my god, I'm so lucky. How did this happen? But then got in there. And all of my friends were like, you can only buy four in a pre-sale. I'm like, I'm sure it's six because that's how it used to be. It used to be six in a pre-sale you can get. So I was like, brilliant. Oh, I can get no. Yeah. Mm. I got in there. I couldn't get the tickets because I couldn't get five. I was gutted. I was so upset. I was like, no. Like I had them right there, Adrian, and I couldn't get them. That's I was so, so upset. And, like, even the ones that I wanted, because, obviously, me and my girls, we had a certain budget we wanted, obviously, um, and I couldn't even find any within that budget. Like, yeah. it wasn't a ridiculous budget, like, £50 or something. Like, it was, you know, a reasonable budget. Um, so that went out the window. Monday rolls along. I think it was Monday. Yeah, so that was the Beehive pre-sale. Now, obviously, I'm on, like, Twitter, Beehive. I've got, like, a uk beehive like group chat with my friends on yeah. there and we were all like what how do we how do we get into this beehive pre-sale because obviously with the us one they had um group a group b group c yeah they had verified fans and yeah they had to apply for it and then you got randomly selected exactly so you were either selected or you're on a wait list yeah. we didn't get any of that no. so we were like what is this pre-sale so we were all going into it and everybody was able to get into it, but then it wasn't working. We weren't able to get tickets. So we're like, what is going on? So basically anyone, it's a free-for-all. Anyone can get tickets. What's the point? But then out of nowhere, Adrian, this link starts flying around Twitter. I don't know where it came from. Don't, I don't know who got it. I literally, I do not, to this day, I have no idea where this link came from, who had it or whatever. I know because I got it, but I got it too late. Um, And by that stage, oh. when I got in, tickets were gone. But yeah, tell me, tell me more. What happened? Well, I tried it again and there was no queue. Literally just go straight through. You went straight through? Yeah, but wow. again, maximum four tickets. Oh, get but damn. all of my friends, all of my friends in my my in my um, UK beehive group, 
all of them got tickets. They were like, I can't believe how easy it is. I can't believe how easy it is. They literally all just went through, selected the date, no queue, got their tickets, bang, got them. That was how easy it was. So, I honestly, I wish I knew where this link came from. I, it just made no sense to any of us. So, yeah, that, that was Monday. Obviously, I couldn't get any tickets, which was devastating, devastating. again. Yeah. But then Tuesday rolls around, and this is when I was panicking, because I was like, everyone's going to be trying to get tickets this day. I was in the same boat, because I still hadn't got tickets either. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, where, I'm where you were at. Um, oh, you know, stressful. General sale, last chance. If you miss it, oh. that's it. Like, I'm sweating just thinking about it because it's yeah, so stressful. It's already <laughs> stressful trying to get tickets in a pre-sale, but general sale is a whole different kettle of fish. It really because is. Because everyone, yeah. everyone and their mum is trying to get tickets. Like, I was like, uh, if I don't get these tickets, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself because I missed out on Formation World Tour because I couldn't afford tickets at that time and I still regret that to this day. Um, but I somehow... Like, my stars were aligning that day. I don't know what was going on. But I got in. Um, I think I had about... How many did I have? I think it was about, again, seven to 8,000 people were in front of me, which I was nice. shook. Couldn't believe it. And, um, well, do you want to know what tickets I got? Or Yes, yes. So I'm just going to say when I did it, I was a lot further back in the queue. I had like a few hundred thousand and it took me about two hours to get through. Two hours. What, in that queue? Yes, I was in the queue for two hours. Um, But I persisted. I didn't give up. I didn't refresh. It didn't crash on me, thank goodness. And when it finally went through, Mm -hmm. all the tickets had gone for the previous dates, like the original, you know, the original dates. But... It was like random, like it was like perfect timing because as soon as I got in, she had just announced the new Thursday date. No! So I pretty much had the choice of any tickets because it just went up on sale. (laughs) Oh my God, that, oh my God, the luck. Oh my God. I know, I know. How did you feel? Like it was, it was incredible because I mean, in, in one in one way, I was upset because I wasn't able to go with, you know, friends who were going on other dates. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just had to come to the realisation that I was going to be going on my own. But I've been to concerts on my own before, um, so that was mm-hmm. fine. Um, yeah. But I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? Because it went from, like, just being like, I'm just going to buy whatever I can get to, like, I have the choice of whatever I want. What do I get? Yeah. Um, there were just too many options. So should we reveal what we got? Who do you want to go first? Well, what did you get? You tell me. You tell me. What did, what did you get? Okay, well, I tried to get the five-seated tickets for me and my girls. Yeah. But all, all of the seated tickets I was trying to get were way out of their budget. So we agreed that me and my other best friend who we've been to Beyonce concerts before, we always said the next time we see Beyonce, we're going to go VIP. We took the plunge. Oh my gosh. And we got Club Renaissance. You got Club Renaissance? Me too. Me too. Yes. So mine's on the 30th of May on the Tuesday at London. And mine's on Thursday, the first, but we are both going to be in our own little Beyonce club. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't bar, believe it. 
bring it on. Oh. I am so excited. You have no idea. I, I, I mean, congrats. I'm, congrats still... on getting tickets as well. You like. too. <laughs> I, oh my God. I, I still, it still hasn't hit me, Adrian. Like, because I've, uh, whenever I've gone to see Beyonce before, I could never afford to go VIP or anything like yeah, that. Me I could never afford it. So the fact that I was actually able to do that, like, and it's like my dream. Like, I'm, I just can't believe I'm going to, I'm going to be that close to Beyonce. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm sweating just thinking about it. Like, oh. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I am just so glad we're both going. I yeah, cannot wait. Um, I'm so excited. I'm I'm so happy for us. I love this for so us. So am I. So we deserve I. this. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know why um, we do. I don't know why we deserve it, but but we do. We do. 100. Like there's no <laughs> question about it. We deserve this. Like we have been blessed. Do you understand that? Like <laughs> unique. <laughs> unique. <laughs> cannot yes. wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Same. Important question. What songs are you excited to hear from Renaissance at the tour? And what songs from, like, her old discography are you excited? Well, not excited, but what would you want to hear from her old stuff at the tour as well? So just do one of each? Do a couple. Yeah, do a couple. Okay. I, I mean, my favourite song from Renaissance is... Alien Superstar. Um, so I just cannot wait. I just think that's going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing, mind-blowing. Yes. And in terms of an old song from her back catalogue that I really... Okay, I've got two. Mm-hmm. I want Hip Hop Star. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was that... You went so far left. <laughs> yeah, I bet you weren't expecting that. No. Um, I mean, you're lucky I didn't say ice cream chuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love ice cream chuck. I'm probably the only person in the world that likes ice cream chuck. I might even be the only person in the world that likes hip-hop star, but... No, I like hip-hop it, too. Star, okay, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop star is on another level. That song, I think, was recorded way ahead of its time, and it just... There's something about it. I want to hear that live. You'll be waiting a long time. <laughs> I've, yeah, I'll be waiting. I have waited a long time and I'm going to keep waiting a long time. Yep. <laughs> um, but I also want to hear my all-time favourite song um, by Beyonce, which is I Miss You. Oh, yes, my two. Oh. And I just, I think I would get emotional if I was to witness that one live so um i think that would definitely be a moment a special moment how about you so for songs from renaissance i'd say like i'm i'm excited to hear any song from renaissance but specifically heated can you just can you just imagine that bit near the end the like last quarter of that song Tip, tip, tip on hardwood floors. Ten, ten, ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That stadium is going to cause an earthquake. 
Honestly. An absolute earthquake. Can you imagine hearing every single person in that stadium screaming that at the top oh, of their lungs? Literally, I'm going to lose my voice. I'm going to lose... I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind as well. Like, <laughs> oh my, that song, it, the energy's going to be mad. Energy would be good. Energy, energy to break my energy. soul. Energy to energy break my soul. Energy to break my soul. Oh. Oh, my no. Lord. Like, oh, my God. I don't even get... Like, if I keep don't going, we're going to be here all yeah. night. So... Yeah, like, we need to stop. <laughs> old songs. Now, I know she's not going to do these, 100%, because it doesn't go with the vibe of Renaissance. But for oh, me... You never know. You could remix it. You never know. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, okay. you know, I could okay. dream all, all I want. <laughs> Hit me with it. Grown Woman. Oh, yes. Yep. I would love that. I have seen that live, though. Already. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you for letting me know that. I'm very, Sorry. very happy about that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the next one, the, the next one I'm going to say, I know you've definitely seen it live if you've already seen Grown Woman live, Standing on the Sun. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next <laughs> um, would be I Miss You as well, because I, that's my all-time favourite Beyonce song as well. Oh, I didn't know that was your favourite as well. Yes, I love it. It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful song. Like It is so good. It gets me emotional. It really does. Like, Same. And Grown Woman is one of my favourite Beyonce songs. It's so standing on the sun. And I missed out on tickets for the first leg of the Mrs. Carter show before she released self-titled because of O2 Priority. Thanks for that. Cheers, O2. Thanks, O2. Um, so obviously Thanks I for think... nothing. Exactly. So I, I missed out on those two songs. Uh, also End of Time. That was back then as well and she didn't do it on the next leg so those three songs i missed out on so i'd love to be able to see those again and i miss you like, not again i'd like to be able to see those so those are my choices i mean there's always a possibility fingers crossed we're just gonna have to wait and see yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the episode it has been so much fun i wanted to say a massive thank you lucia for joining me on this episode to talk about not only vinyl, but also Beyonce. No, thank you so much. Like, it's been such a pleasure. Like, thank you. I'm honoured. Like, thank you so much for having me. You're very, very welcome. And you have you have an Instagram, right? I certainly do. Um, do you want to tell everyone your handle? I will, yes. So it's Lucia's Deck. So that's spelled L-U-C-I-A-S. D-E-C-K. Amazing. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at Adrian163Vinyl. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>